This is the Adams Road program. Adams Road is a Christian music ministry dedicated to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's program features Adams Road songs, Adams Road piano instrumental music, as well as music in the spoken word, offered to God as an aroma of Christ to help spread the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Timothy 4.13, Devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture. Today's reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 16. I have said these things to you so that you wouldn't be caused to stumble. They will put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time comes that whoever kills you will think that he offers service to God. They will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. But I have told you these things so that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you about them. I didn't tell you these things from the beginning because I was with you. But now I am going to him who sent me, and none of you asks me, Where are you going? But because I have told you these things, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I don't go away, the counselor won't come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he has come, he will convict the world about sin, about righteousness, and about judgment, about sin because they don't believe in me, about righteousness because I am going to my Father and you won't see me anymore, about judgment because the prince of this world has been judged. I have yet many things to tell you, but you can't bear them now. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak from himself, but whatever he hears, he will speak. He will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me, for he will take from what is mine and will declare it to you. All things, whatever the Father has, are mine. Therefore I said that he takes of mine and will declare it to you. A little while, and you will not see me. Again a little while, and you will see me. Some of his disciples therefore said to one another, what is this that he says to us? A little while, and you won't see me, and again a little while, and you will see me, and because I go to the Father. They said, therefore, What is this that he says? A little while. We don't know what he is saying. Therefore, Jesus perceived that they wanted to ask him, and he said to them, Do you inquire among yourselves concerning this, that I said, A little while, and you won't see me, and again a little while, and you will see me. Most certainly I tell you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman, when she gives birth, has sorrow, because her time has come. But when she has delivered the child, she doesn't remember the anguish anymore for the joy that a human being is born into the world. Therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and no one will take your joy away from you. In that day, you will ask me no questions. Most certainly, I tell you, whatever you may ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. 
ask and you will receive, that your joy may be full. I have spoken these things to you in figures of speech, but the time is coming when I will no more speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I don't say to you that I will pray to the Father for you, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said to him, Behold, now you speak plainly and speak no figures of speech. Now we know that you know all things and don't need for anyone to question you. By this we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the time is coming, yes, and now is come, that you will be scattered, every one to his own place, and you will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have told you these things, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have oppression. But cheer up, I have overcome the world. Here in John chapter 16, Jesus continues to teach his disciples in the intimacy of the upper room the night before his death on the cross. There's so many incredible teachings we can pull out of here. One thing I want to highlight is verse 23 to 24 when Jesus said, In that day you will ask me no questions. Most certainly I tell you, whatever you may ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name that your joy may be made full. And in connection with that, let's also read from Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7. In nothing be anxious, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. It's so easy to get anxious at times. None of us knows what tomorrow brings. We live by faith, not by sight. In this road of life, we'll hit detours, no doubt. Unexpected changes or trials. And it's what we do when we hit these detours that determines where our faith is. Are we anxious because of the detour, because of the new thing that's come into our life? Are we trusting God? Whether good or bad, do we have the faith that God will work all things out for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose? We don't see the end from the beginning in all things, but God does. So to abide in the joy and peace and love of Christ, that our joy may be full, we can make our requests known to God, we can ask and He'll give us peace, He'll give us faith, He'll comfort our hearts. Yes, indeed, the peace of Christ can rule in our hearts regardless of our circumstances. As we look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, Let us trust in the Lord and let us wait for the Lord. This next song is called Wait for the Lord from the Adams Road album, Great Commission. The seed is the word of God When your soul hits, some will fall on the path and on the rocks 
in the thorns and good soil we plant and water the seed only God who gives the growth is anything so don't be anxious about a thing in supplication make your request known to God oh and his peace Beyond understanding, we'll guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Don't be anxious. Some won't understand the word. Seed the devil takes some belief for a while. When tried, they fall away. Some are choked by the riches of this world. Some bear fruit and yield a hundredfold. So don't be anxious about a thing. In supplication, make your request known to God. Jesus, when talking to his disciples in the upper room on the eve of his death, tells them in John 16 too, that they'll be put out of the synagogues. He says, yes, the time comes that whoever kills you will think that he offers service to God. And here, this is preceding Jesus going to the cross himself and dying because the world hated him. Jesus is preparing his disciples to take up their own crosses, making them aware of what is in store for them. Jesus says in verse 33, I have told you these things that in me you may have peace. In the world you have oppression, but cheer up, I have overcome the world. 
That passage makes me think as well of the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, when he's talking about the difficulty of his missionary journeys. And he said that he came to the point where he felt that he'd received the sentence of death. He despaired of life itself. But he explains this was so that he would not rely on himself, but on God who raises the dead. And Paul witnesses how he had been delivered from such a deadly peril. Here's Paul's witness about God in verse 10 of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, who delivered us out of so great a death and does deliver, on whom we have set our hope that he will also still deliver us. Our God is a Father of mercies and God of all comfort. And according to the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 1.4, he comforts us in all our affliction that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction through the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. I have personally experienced the comfort that comes from Jesus Christ our Lord. He is the fountain of living waters, and He poured His love into my heart through the Holy Spirit which was given to me when I called upon His name, confessed my sins, and put all of my trust in Him for my salvation. I grew up in a religious system in which I was taught that I had to earn eternal life. Because of this, I was so burdened with trying to be perfect. And when the Holy Spirit, who convicts the world of sin, righteousness, and of judgment, revealed my sin to myself, I was overwhelmed with sorrow and despair. But I heard of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I decided to call upon the name of the Lord and trust in Him, and He comforted me with eternal comfort through grace. I can seek to comfort those with the same comfort that I have received, that is the comfort of Christ, by pointing them to Christ. We hunger, thirst, are poorly dressed and buffeted and homeless. We labor working with our hands and when we vow we bless Sometimes we feel like the scum of the earth, like the refuse of all things Slandered while others rule as they live like kings Through toil, hardships, sleepless nights we fight the fight of the good faith For the God of comfort is our strength and in Him we are safe But the shape of the dead can irritate God's raises to a higher place We share Sufferings and through Christ we share abundantly in comfort from the God of all comfort and Father of mercies. Doers envy not their ways For like the grass they soon will wither And amass so fast will fade So be still in the presence of the Lord your God And wait for Him to act to grant Relief to the saints while the wicked faint Retract in fear of the impact of God's wrath Revealed from heaven on that day He's glorified To be marveled by the justified Who believe in His name are not ashamed To call Him their God Who by His grace saved us all Jesus' sake.
was God of Comfort from the Adams Road album, Immeasurable. If you're listening to this content today through the radio broadcast, we just want to let you know that this content is also released as a podcast on a weekly basis. You can find it by searching Adams Road Podcast. Micah Wilder, a member of our ministry, recently wrote a book called Passport to Heaven. When Mormon missionary Micah Wilder set his sights on bringing a Baptist pastor and his congregation into the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, he couldn't have imagined that the entire trajectory of his life was about to be changed forever. Micah's passionate effort to convert these Christians was met by a surprising challenge, to read the Bible through the eyes of a child, letting the Word speak for itself. He learned of a God whose love did not have to be earned, and he wrestled with the radical idea of God's mercy for the remaining 18 months of his mission. As he struggled to reconcile the teachings of his church with the truths revealed in the Bible, he encountered the true character of Jesus for the first time and awakened to his need for his grace. Passport to Heaven is a gripping account of Micah's journey from living as a devoted member of a religion based on human works to embracing the divine mercy and freedom that can only be found in Jesus Christ. As I lay there contemplating the vastness of the love that had been so extraordinarily conveyed to me, the magnitude of Christ's atonement exploded in my heart like a supernova, radiating far beyond my mortal vessel and bringing with it the desire to fall to my knees. The Holy Spirit then began painting a picture of perfect love before me in mere seconds that I had waited a lifetime to understand. Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God, after having been betrayed and falsely condemned, was dragged into the streets of Jerusalem, where he was brutally beaten, fiercely scourged, spat upon, and publicly scorned. The blameless and spotless Lamb of God cried in agony as a vicious crown of thorns was thrust onto his head, and the Roman soldiers mocked him saying, Behold, the King of the Jews. And yet Jesus was the King of all kings and now sits triumphantly at the right hand of God. Through him, the vast universe and all its glory was created. And yet he was led to Calvary, where he was crucified on a tree formed by his own hands, nailed to it by the very people he came to redeem. And there, on Golgotha's rocky hill, The very Word of God made flesh endured with incomparable humility the most excruciating 
and harrowing death the world has ever seen. God's immeasurable love for all mankind was on full, heartbreaking display as Jesus bore in his stricken body the sins, iniquities, and infirmities of the world. Bleeding the precious blood of eternal atonement on the cross, the Messiah paid, in full measure, the debt that we owed God because of our transgressions. But this priceless offering wasn't just a collective sacrifice, it was personal, it was intimate, it was for me. The Savior of the world drank the cup of wrath that I deserved and freely poured out his soul to death for me. As my kingly substitute, he willingly took my place on the cross of Calvary and died on my behalf, a guilty sinner, all the while looking into my eyes and proclaiming his ineffable love for me. Jesus endured a transcendent passion that was driven by an infinite and intimate love that surpasses all knowledge and understanding. He suffered and died because he loved and for the joy that was set before him, Christ endured the cross. My salvation was that joy. How could anyone love me so much? It was only in this metamorphic flash of grace that it was impressed on me with such an unparalleled intensity just how deep and wide and magnificent that love really was. A love that drove Christ to endure the unthinkable, and while suffering unspeakable pain, see my very face. This was a profound love that encompassed the very essence and nature of God himself. This was the sacrificial agape love I had long been waiting for, the only love that could eternally satisfy. Truly, there is no greater expression of love. We hope you'll consider getting a hold of this wonderful resource. You can learn more about this book at adamsroadministry.com. Passport to Heaven can be found wherever books are sold. This is the Adams Road Program. Adams Road is a Christian music ministry dedicated to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's program features Adams Road songs, Adams Road piano instrumental music, as well as music in the spoken word, offered to God as an aroma of Christ to help spread the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. Check out the Adams Road website at adamsroadministry.com. There you can download our songs for free, as well as our spoken word and instrumental music content. In addition, we share testimonies about the love of Jesus Christ and how He's transformed our lives. Please contact us through our website if you're interested in scheduling our Adams Road team for a time of song and testimony, or if you're interested in scheduling our pianist for a time of spoken word, piano music, and testimony. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you all. So in review, I did what I had to do with you here. Lord, I know I'll make it through Now I know that you will always open the door When any way is closed again